0: Well, hello everyone, smile at me if you can see me, give me a big, I want to see all the teeth, many, many teeth. My name is Sean. it is a real honour to be able to speak to you today, especially on like our first uh, full sermon that you will hear today. I've been asking people all week, friends, family members, if you could sum up the Christian faith in one word, what would that be? Not a trick question. If you need help, it should be on the screen right there. Love. What about in a couple of words? God's love, I would say. In a few words, Beno said to me the other night, God's unconditional love. That's three words. But really it comes down to one amazing, powerful scripture. John 3.16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only Son, that all those who believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Would you agree with me? That's what it comes down to. But you hear it so often, don't you? Oh, God loves you, brother. Jesus loves you. And it's almost like a flippant phrase now. Sometimes I walk through a shopping center, someone will hand me one of those Jesus loves you tracks, I'll actually fold it up and put it in the rubbish sometimes. Guilty, Guilty. but being honest. I hear it so much, even before I was a Christian, people used to say it to me over and over again, and I didn't truly understand it. But today, I hope that you would never view that phrase as insignificant anymore, that when you hear it, it would mean something, it would be established in your heart, and really what I'm going to do today is share from my experiences, not only as a father, The things that have gone, happened and went down in my family recently that is powerful, but it really did help me understand this revelation of God's love. I'm also going to get Brendan and my wife Karina up to sing a song that has been going over and over in my mind. I can't get it out of my mind. The song is called How Deep the Father's Love for Us. It's God's perspective, the Father's perspective of how much it cost him when he gave his son. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this word. I praise you for our community. God, I thank you that we've gathered, not just for a good time, not just for fellowship, but to really encounter you today. So I pray, Father, just as that shout of praise went up earlier, that we would connect with you on a deep level today. I honor you, Father, that this is your house, and your word says, Father, that when we lift the name of Jesus, and we bless your name, God, that you will gather, that you will come, that you will be in our midst. So I praise you, I give you thanks for this word. May you speak through me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, turn your Bibles to first John chapter three. First John chapter three, verse one. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Hashtag boom. Turn the page to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, we're going to read from verse 7. Entitled, God's love and ours. Dear friends... Let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed us love among us, that He sent His one and only Son into the world, that we might live through Him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that He Loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. We know that we live in him and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in Him, and He in God. And so we know and rely on the love that God has for us. Here it is. God is love. Whoever lives in His love lives in God, and God in Him. I could walk off right now. Because that is such a simple but powerful message. Our community needs to know this truth on a personal level and as a congregation. And I believe it really does come down to our knowledge and our application of this truth. Because at some stage or another, this church, like many other churches, will offend you. There will be stuff that happens that will test you. And if you don't have a maturity in God or know where you're established as a person, it can all go haywire. If this is right, if you know where you're grounded, where you're established, little things don't bother you. Okay? When someone upsets you, it doesn't hurt as much because you know you're established in God. Names, names of ministries, titles, where we congregate. All those things are petty things. Those are small things compared to what God has done. Do you understand that? And together, we can work through that stuff. There's a leadership here that is dedicated to leading you. There'll be a time where you have to trust us as well, the people that God has chosen to lead this church. But I'm saying, establish yourself here first. Know how much you are loved. People say you can't love other people until you know how, or until you love yourself. Have you heard that before? You've got to love yourself before you love others. I didn't truly know how to love myself until I became a Christian. It was his love that I understood that if he loved me that much to send his son for me, I must be worth something. Do you understand? Like, I must be special. Thank you. Anyone else agree with it? Amen. Can I get an amen? No, I'm special. We are all special. And our community needs to know that when it comes to fellowship, harmony, and maturity in particular. I've been around for, I've been a Christian now for uh, just over 10 years. And I've seen people come and go. I've seen people, the itinerant church, the people that are sort of, you know, on the outskirts and, and believe and love God with all their heart. Yet yeah, they're quick to judge. They're quick to, uh, not be involved, not plug in because they want to be right. They want to themselves to be just and right rather than look to what the scriptures are actually saying, mate. God is love first and foremost. He loves us. Okay. He wants us to be established. This is the place where you will grow. Okay? This church in particular, especially now in this season. There are people here from different ministries. Welcome through our doors. That will never change. We love it that we that why we get up and do our worship. We love it that we've got leaders speaking about up, upcoming conferences. You understand? But there still is a vital need to be plugged into a local body. Okay? To grow. To be challenged, to be sharpened, to get offended. Jesus offended people all over the place <laughs> because he loved them. Do you understand that? Because he loved us. All right, nothing has blown me away more in my entire life than becoming a father. I've chucked a couple of photos up. Me and my man Riv, he is an absolute legend. You know, when I was young, mates, yeah, young, yeah, just yesterday. When I was young, uh, people used to ask me at school, what do you want to be, you know, when you grow up? And I've had people say, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a, a Jedi or whatever. <laughs> I wanted to be a father. That was it. I just wanted to be a dad. So it's taken a, a, a massive, <laughs> blow me away, that it's more than what I expected. I shared last week when we dedicated my son, um, the, I held him in my hands that night, his first night, and Karina was asleep. you were asleep because you'd done a big day. And (laughs) she, (laughs) I held him, and I just began to hear the father speak to me, you know, and he was saying, look how dependent River is on you. Without you and Coco, your parents, his parents, he can do nothing. Can't, clothe himself, he can't feed himself, can't even walk, he, he, <laughs> he can't do nothing without you. He lives and breathes and finds his being in you. And he said, that's what I want for my children, you included. I want you to rely on me for my covering, for my safety, for even what I eat. It's all through the Bible on how uh, our, our covering comes from God. And if I'm going to be honest, in my early days of Christianity, when I first got saved, it was all about the Father's love. Okay, And then I sort of, in my mind, thought that I was maturing and was sort of getting more close to God or Jesus, the Son, as being my friend. So I became like, oh, growing my friendship with God. You know what I'm saying? And not that I've neglected or forgot about it, but I need reminding just like everyone else. It's great to have God as friend, but remember that He was first a Father. Just like me, just like I am now, River has uh, has taught me that that uh, oh, we do just take a breath here. God gave up His Son, and I'm not sure if I'm at the place where I could give up mine because. He means so much to me. Like I could sacrifice my own life like that, jump in front of a bus for anyone. People know who know me know that. But I don't know if I could give up my only son. Again, reinforcing the love that God has for me. I went back to New Zealand not long ago to see my mum uh, and <laughs> she said to me, Isn't it funny, Sean? Hey? Isn't it funny how much you love that little one? And then she said, imagine if you lost him. Imagine if you lost your son. Because if you didn't know my background as well, we've had terrible loss in my family the last few years. I'll talk some sad stuff for a time, but in the last probably two years, uh, my wife and I have had a miscarriage. I lost my brother, my eldest brother, my sister, all in that short time. And I'm going to go into some of that today, but only not to, not to make the place feel sad or not to, um, for you to feel pity on me, but for you to understand the revelation that I've been getting about God's unfailing love. So it starts with my brother. My brother's name is Benton. He's the eldest son of ten kids. Uh, he was a rat bag as a young one. He was always in everything, getting up to mischief, all that sort of stuff, but he was a real leader. In our family. Everyone wanted to be like him because he was awesome at sport, extremely charismatic, uh, loved to encourage us and he was always there for us. Problem was he was always getting into trouble. In and out of jail, uh, drugs, all that sort of stuff. He was, he was, he was the guy on the other side. You know what I mean? Meant so well, but always ended up doing the wrong thing. It was about a year and a half ago that he decided to turn his life around said, no more drugs. Uh, he started his own business, his healthcare business. He got himself fit and healthy again and looked like he was on the straight and narrow again. Everyone was proud of him, myself included, even though I was over here and he was in Christchurch, New Zealand. I knew that he was doing well. Unfortunately, the sins of his past caught up to him. But it was a small offence. He ended up going back to jail, driving offences of anything. Okay, so he had to go back into jail to do two weeks. They heard that Benton was coming into the prison, so they they put him into the maximum security ward, okay, which is where the guys with past histories go, even though he's clean, all that stuff. They put him in the roughest part of the jail, and sadly, the gangs heard that he was there. One of the top, I won't say the top, but one of the most well-known gangs in. New Zealand actually put a hit on my brother. He'd only been in there for a week and three men involved with the gang went into his cell and beat him to death. It was extremely hard to be at the trial where you know the circumstances around the death but you have to sit there and watch on a TV screen CTV footage of this attack happening. My whole family were there. It was extremely sad, uh, very emotional. But there came a time where these three men had to stand up to be sentenced. In the sentencing, we as a family got a chance to share our impact statements, what what they have done had done to us. I had a turn where I got up and said my part. I said I don't blame these three guys in particular because you know they were just getting told what to do. That's 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 prison life. But it was extremely hard because I was so close. I was probably from me to Malawey from these guys, okay. And it really does test your spiritual fortitude when you're saying, "Oh yes, God is love and turn the other cheek and all those things." But man when some of the stuff they were saying, the, the coroner's report, the ambulance driver that said it's the worst beating he'd ever seen in his life, he's an ambulance driver for 15 years, you start to feel your palms get sweaty, your hands start tightening up, and you start to feel angry. And I was considering I was so close to these dudes. But then came the tough part <coughs> where my mum had to get up and share so here's the rest of the children. Mum gets up and shares about her firstborn son with, with phenomenal grace, uh, mana, we call it in New Zealand, which is just like utter respect and humility. And she did that without pointing fingers. you know. Um, and she was so strong that day. I've got a photo of her in know. my... Uh, brother, she just spoke about how much she loved him. She talked about how my sister, who went into depression after brother, my brother had died, and how she died as well. Uh, just it, it was difficult to watch. And I, and I remember thinking to myself, all eyes now in this room belong to uh, on one person and that's the judge. We had our part to share. The evidence had been shared. We knew that these three men were guilty. They had owned up to what had been done. They were just expect- expecting sentencing, waiting for how long the judge was going to give them. This judge's name was Justice Nation. His first name was Justice. His second name was Nation. blew me away. I was like, well... This guy, he's, he's born for this job. <laughs> <laughs> and here he was, he had everything there, and, and he shared in his closing statements, he says, I have to do the right thing by the law. I also have to do the right thing by the family. Because this was a heinous crime that needs to be punished. And I'll stop right there. Could you imagine if the judge, when it came time to pass his sentence, said, stop everything. I am going to send out my son to take the punishment for these three men. Think about that for a second. How do you think my mum would feel? She would say, "Where's the? There's no justice. This man was innocent. He didn't do anything wrong. He's got nothing to do with this case." I would have been even more angry. My clenched fist would have probably been all outraged by that time. I would have said, "How can you punish someone totally separate to this problem?" They had nothing. They are innocent of this crime. But that is what the Father did for you and I. Is that powerful? Or what? That's, and that's why that's why I wasn't sad when this happened. I didn't. I just saw in that moment God's love for us and God's love for these three men. Yes, they'd done sin, but if you look at the standard that the Bible has. He says, if you look upon a man with anger, you've killed them. That's what the Bible says. If you look upon a woman with lust, you've already committed adultery. That's the standard that God has. So if you can't keep up to the standard, I still don't know one who has, then there must be another way. And that way was Jesus. That way that he made it. He said, this is my standard up here. You can't do it. But I'll satisfy that mark with my own son, one innocent of this crime of your iniquity, your sin. I'll send someone who is the darling of heaven, my own treasure. I'll send him to take your burden, to take your curse away. I'm going to read a couple of verses from this song. So, Brenda, why don't you and Coco come up? How deep the Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure. You can't measure it. No matter how deep, no matter how wide, no matter how long, God's love is bigger. That he should send his only son to make a wretch his treasure. That boy right there is my treasure right now. To make a wretch him? I'm just not there yet. I wish I was, but I'm not there that's why the father's love is amazing the next verse how great the pain of searing loss the father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory look at that how great the pain of searing loss he lost big did the father the father turns his face away. Why? Because he was sin. Jesus became that sin and a holy judge cannot be attached to that. The Bible says that it pleased the father to send the son to die. But if you read, really think about that in context, the outcome pleased the father. Not the fact that he lost his son. that would have been a difficult day for daddy God, for Abba in heaven. Behold the man upon the cross. This is where we come in. Behold the man upon the cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. I will not boast in anything. No gift, no power, no wisdom. But I will boast in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. Why should I why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer. Think about that. I, why should I gain from all the riches of heaven? Not only do we get eternal life. We get eternal connection. We get healing, safety, provision, covering. But this I know with all my heart, his wounds have paid my ransom. Let's sing this song. We'll put the words back up from the beginning. And just sense God move in this place.
1: In Jesus' name. How deep the fathers is for us, and how vast beyond as wounds which mother the chosen were,
0: me quickly to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says this. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all of us how how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things